Mahomes at bay. The Tampa Bay Bucks, Super Bowl 55. Hello and welcome to a special pop-up edition of the Bucks Banter Podcast. I am your host, Colin Hallboom. We are coming to you on a Friday evening. Why, you might ask? Because we are here to talk about the Bucks. No, not the Tampa Bay Bucks. We're here to make some bucks. We're talking about sports betting, NFL Week 2. We're going to go through all the lines, discuss uh, any potential lines that catch our eye, a couple parlays maybe that might uh, might prove to be profitable, uh, and we're definitely going to focus on player props. Isn't that right, Bo? Have, we have to. That is our calling card. You know, when I uh, first time I ever talked about calling cards or ever thought about calling cards is from Home Alone when they would just always leave the sinks running. That's that's us. We're, we are literally Joe Pesci and whatever that other guy's name is uh, breaking into your house, leaving the sinks open because we love player pops. That's it. So let, let's keep the taps running. We're going to try and make this a highly efficient episode. So we're not going to waste time. Um, we are just going to talk about the line. So we're going to break them down. One by one, uh, we're going to go through the lines. If we're not interested, if we're not playing it ourselves, then we're not going to waste any time on it. Um, first game that's up, and we're oh, sorry, we're going to clarify too whether we're betting and watching this this game, whether we're not betting but watching, or whether we're not betting not watching. So it's kind of like a little uh, three three categories. Yeah, yeah, that's just the easiest way to just kind of like okay, we're, this is why we're not spending that much time on this game. But yeah, let's just get to it. Yeah, so we got the Buffalo Bills minus three and a half at the Miami Dolphins. Uh, Bills obviously coming off a loss. Dolphins coming off a win. I am not betting this, um, but potentially watching, like flipping around to it, because I am curious to see if the Bills can bounce back a little bit. And I'm curious to see how Tua will play, because uh, I think he's an issue for them. Yeah, uh, I'm definitely I'm, – I'm not betting this one, but definitely watching um if i see a play maybe i'll hit that in-game hammer i'll I'll probably get that text alert from me but uh yeah interesting game just because brian flores has never beat josh allen so i think he's at least four and oh against him so uh we'll see we'll see what happens with that game uh but yeah don't see any any juicy lines in that one and yeah i agree if buffalo were to be down 10 in the first half i would hammer the bills money line uh, yeah. In honor of Scott Capron, you notice Scott Capron's not with us. He may be having a child tonight. We're not sure yet, but, <laughs> but he's not here with us. So uh, we'll get an update on that next time Cap's back on the pod. Um, all right, next game, Cincinnati Bengals at Chicago Bears. The Bears are minus two and a half point favorites. Uh, I love the Bengals here. I actually laid money on the Bengals plus three when that line came out initially. I normally don't play point spreads like ever. Um, I prefer to, if I like a team, wait and see what happens and only bet the money line should the opportunity present itself in a game. I find that's the most yeah. lucrative way. I think that's the Capron philosophy. He really got us on that in-game betting years ago. He's been doing it since he was like 13, probably, <laughs> uh, through his mom, who is apparently his bookie. Exactly. Um, but anyway, so I, I actually love the Bengals, plus, even plus two and a half, I guess. I would also suggest potentially taking the Bengals money line. I've done that in a two two team ticket, which I'll mention later. Um, but yeah, I'm all about the Bengals um, on the road at Soldier Field. Not sure how you feel about that one, Bo. 
Yeah, I'm with you. And and it's the sharp money is with you as well, too. The Bengals open at three. They're down to two and a half now. Um, if I was going to bet this game, it would be the Bengals as well, too. Probably look for the in-game hammer. So, But still, it's in that not betting but watching uh, uh, bucket for me. So, yeah. Well, yeah, and obviously that's a betting and watching. I want to check in on my boy Jamar Chase. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, love the Bengals there. Laid cheddar before kickoff early in the week, which is rare for me uh, on a line. But if it's the underdog, then that's the time to do it. So there okay. we, there you have it. Denver Broncos are traveling to Jacksonville, Florida, where they are minus six versus the Jags coming off a horrifyingly embarrassing defeat at the hands of the inadequate Houston Texans. But they were apparently adequate enough to take down Urban Meyer in his uh, pro NFL coaching debut. Um, in terms of that that game, Bo, I don't know if you have a lean. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm on this one. So I'm, I'm all over the Broncos, um, even with the injuries. So coming out of last week, they've lost Jerry Judy. Also, Ronald Darby's out as well, too. So we're going to see the first start for your guy, Patrick Sertain, who you thought would be playing, and if not starting, when we were doing our draft project, our draft thing. And I told you, Ronald Darby, they just picked him up. This is a weird pick for them. But, yeah, so we're going to see if Patrick Sertain can live up to the hype. They're, they were hyping him up preseason and in, in all a training camp as well, too. So I'm all over the Broncos' money line. Um, I'm also on Javante Williams to have more than 10 and a half carries. He actually had more carries than Melvin Gordon four, last week. He had 14, yeah. I believe. Exactly. And I think Melvin Gordon, even though Melvin Gordon had the big run, uh, had more yardage, but um, I think they're going to keep him on feeding uh, Javante Williams. I think they'll be up early in this game. So the running game is going to be a big, big portion of this as well, too. So uh, they've got Javante Williams 10 and a half uh, for minus 120. So jumped on that. Um, would would hammer it more if for some reason that line moved in the wrong direction. Um, I think they'll just be running the game out, and uh, it's going to be an easy win for the Broncos. Yeah, I love it. And I think Javante Williams will assert himself this week, given the opportunity. Yeah. Based on exactly what you just described, I expect the Broncos to roll. Um, and I think... I think, you know, if they're going to like if, if they're up and they're looking to pound the rock away, they're going to do it with their young back to see what he has. They're going to rest Melvin Gordon. Get him some reps. Yeah, get him some reps. It just makes perfect sense for this to be a Javante Williams breakout game. So I I'm on Javante Williams. I went with the yardage over the carries, but but I didn't even check the carry. So that's real low. So I like that, yeah. too. I'm pretty much capped, though. I've literally. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll get to that to the end. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, uh, I'm on Javante Williams over 45 and a half rushing yards. I actually placed the bet at early at 46 and a half, and it's since nice. moved down. No, but it's since moved down. To oh, 45. wow. Yeah. Wow. So um, I don't That's care. That's not good for either of us, but yeah, I mean, yeah, either. Under 50. Like, he's going over 50 in my eyes. So they also don't have him up as an anytime touchdown scorer, but that's a bet that I would be very interested in also. Yeah. So anyway, obviously you and I are both on the same page in terms of Javante Williams being productive this week. We will see if that happens, but that is definitely someone I will be someone I'll have my eyes on. Um, so I'll be betting and definitely anything you're betting, you're watching a little bit. So that's a betting you're watching. Of course. Uh, Houston Texans next at the Cleveland Browns. The Browns are minus 13 at home in the dog pound. Um, not betting this, not watching this because the Houston Texans are involved. <laughs> I've got I've got some action on the Browns money line just to uh, round out a parlay for me, so I'll, I'll I'll definitely have an eye on it at some point of the day. But yeah, I'm 
I'm hoping I don't have to watch this for more than one or two series. Um, like I said on Monday, I loved everything I saw from the Browns on Sunday against the Chiefs. So um, I think that they're going to obviously, I obviously think they're going to roll. I think the Texans are a little bit feisty. Um, it's going to be interesting because if they, if somehow they make this a close game, I might look at what it is for them to win the AFC South. Um, that's even more of a, uh, like more of a, a shot at the Indiana Indianapolis Colts led Carson led by Carson Wentz. Um, and just thinking that they're not going to do anything this year. I think they might be, they might be very, very bad. So um, you're a Titans guy though. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I I do. I think the Titans, yeah, the Titans are good, but maybe it's just this year. Maybe, like, I don't know. I, I just like the odds that you would get from the Texans because they do have a lot of veterans. If anything, if anything we can say about them, they've got a ton of veterans, and we've already talked about the Texans too long in this one, but they've got a ton of veterans who are going to play pridefully every week to weekend and week out. So maybe they can sneak out a win over the Tex, over the Titans if they – if they can get to the end of the season, but yeah, that's, that's, that's where I'm at with this Browns heavy. Um, if I was going to pick a player prop, I'd look at the Nick Chubb, Kareem hunt. Um, again, Browns up early leaning on the running game. They're always leaning on the running game in Cleveland. So yeah, they might even be up too much though, where they don't even like play either of those. Backs. <laughs> yeah. You know? so it's very true. It's very true. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, okay. Moving along. Uh, the L.A. Rams are minus three and a half on the road at the Indianapolis Colts, a team that had pretty high expectations heading into this season. And after dealing with all the uncertainty related to Carson Wentz, the quarterback they brought in, who neither Bo, Bo Scott or myself are high on in any way, shape or form. Uh, he was then in and out of the lineup. Uh, well documented. Regardless, they're I know we're, we're heading into week two, but they don't look great. They don't look great no. at all. Um, that being said, I'm only gonna I'm gonna let you. I know you're on this one, Bo. Um, but from a player prop perspective, I like Jonathan Taylor over 15 and a half receiving yards. Um, excuse me, um, minus 120. Um, he had like I think like 70 reception or 70 yards last week. Um, I think when you're gonna play the Rams, Aaron Donald's scary. Best yeah. bet they have is to like Jonathan Taylor is a phenomenal runner and they have a strong O line, but at the same time, I, I think if last week they were they were willing to get Taylor involved in the passing game to that extent, uh, I can only expect it that that priority to be increased this week playing against such a fearsome interior defensive line led by the best player in football, arguably. Uh, yeah. So I think they're going to want to get Taylor in space and they're going to they want they're going to take advantage of him having good hands. Um, so I think 15 and a half receiving yards, I mean, shit, he could have that on one, two catches. No problem. Easy. He had six catches last week. So, uh, sometimes, you know, when you bet on a running back catching the football, it can be a little bit sketchy. It can be unpredictable, but I don't care. I'm, uh, I got a unit on that one. Yeah, no, I, I like it. I, I, I'm not sure why this line is moving in the direction of the Colts. Um, obviously they're at home, but I don't know. This is kind of like a watershed moment for the podcast. Literally, the quarterback transaction transaction we hated and the one that we loved the most. So Stafford coming into the Rams, we couldn't have been higher on him. And seeing what he did to the Bears last week uh, looked like we were spot on with that. And then also watching what Carson Wentz did against the Seahawks last week, it really felt like we were spot on with our analysis of how that was going to play out. So um I love the Rams. I'm taking the money line just because I hate betting spreads. But uh, yeah, I, I I love the Rams. I would say 
if you had to go for something on the Ram side of the player props, it, I would kind of look at Cooper Cup. I think he's sitting at five and a half. Um, I think the, the line, line's a little milky, but go ahead. Creeper Cup. That's what I heard through my mind. <laughs> through my mind. Creeper Cup. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. I, I I just can't speak to be honest when, with you. When you say you have Rams money line, like you mean you must mean in a ticket or something, right? Or, or yeah, I've got them. In, I've got them in a little parlay. I've got them in a parlay that you're probably not going to like, but yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's uh, that's one of my uh, eleven o'clock games that I'll be taking a look at for sure. Eleven o'clock games. Ah, oh, to live out west. Yeah um one o'clock for us here on the eastern time zone um, uh yeah and the re- like i guess that line's moving because the public is so heavy on the rams right everyone loves the rams uh in this game because they're seeing no it's like, moving the wrong it's moving the other direction so the rams were came in favorite at four they're down to three and a half now ah uh, yeah like that's why oh, i'm i'm confused okay. on that yeah, yeah crazy okay well there you have it um, all right, Raiders coming off a massive Monday night upset win over the Baltimore Ravens. Um, they're they're heading to traveling to Pittsburgh to play the Steelers, who are minus six and a half at Heinz Field. I'm not betting or watching this one personally, aside from some fantasy implications. Maybe I'll check in, but uh, yeah, not one for me. I'm with you on that. I'm not betting, probably not watching. It's not going to be a priority on my screens either. Um, just two really weird teams. I think the Raiders, I think coming into the coming into the league, I mean coming into the year, we are basically saying like the Raiders will live and die with their defense. They might look good again against this Steelers offensive line, but I don't know. This seems like a clear stay away from me. Short week for the Raiders. Steelers coming off a big win. Mike Tomlin, really good coach, but six and a half points seems like a lot. I don't know. Yeah. Pretty much well said. Well said. Um, the Patriots coming off a really impressive debut by rookie quarterback Mac Jones. Definitely looked like the best quarterback in that game versus yeah. Tua Tungavailoa and the Miami Dolphins. Uh, he's traveling to New York to play the Jets, and the Patriots are minus six on the road. Battle of two top-tier rookie quarterbacks. Um, I have no action on this, uh, but I do hope Zach Wilson outplays Mac Jones because I just like something about the kid and maybe it's just his insane arm talent. Um, and I'd like to see Elijah Moore get off the snide a little bit and show yeah. some production, but certainly not putting my money anywhere near this game, and I probably won't be watching it unless um, every other game is on commercial, which I assure you will happen <laughs> at some yeah. point. Uh, but then again, then this one will probably be on commercial too because that's how Sundays work. Yeah, yeah I'm on the Pat's money line as a part of another ticket too. Um but yeah, like you said, I, I'm I'm excited to see Zach Wilson. I think he's playing a much more sophisticated defense coming into this week. Uh, I think uh, Belichick's probably, even though Belichick's been super uh, appreciative and just basically just fawning over Robert Sala this week and everything that I've read, um, I just can't see the Patriots going 0-2 against the Jets. And I think Bell, Bill's always up to to beat the jets and it loves putting a beat on them too. So I've got, I've got the Patriots money line. Yeah. And like, you're saying how he's fought, like Belichick's fawning over Salah. Like, I mean, yeah. every, everyone talks nice about someone at, at their funeral, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you're right about Zach Wilson too. Um, arm talent for days. You could see it. That was a note I had for Monday. We never really, obviously there's no reason to really get to the jets game, but um, if he could hold on to the ball like a quarter of a second less um, and just use that arm talent to like get into those like tight windows, he could be a 
extremely good quarterback. I think he is going to be extremely good quarterback, but going into uh, a game playing the Pats, this Pats defense, which is very good. And also not having Makai Becton, you're going to have a lot of, a lot of issues with that. Um, Okay. Next up, New Orleans saints minus three and a half at the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Huge debut for Jameis Winston. And I was happy to see him light it up and, perform well i mean he's paid his dues over there riding the pine last year and then playing behind Taysom hill and he's barely getting paid so um i'm like he just loves football and i want to see him do well to be honest so i know that some bucks fans may see that differently but that's how i feel um anyway i'm actually um i like the panthers plus three and a half in this game i did not bet that on its own but it's a part of a two-team ticket uh with um cincinnati a little underdog ticket I have it within two t- in two tickets, sorry. But player props-wise, I love two bets in this, and I've made them already. I'm on McCaffrey over 42.5 receiving yards. Uh, that has already moved, though, to 44.5. So happy to always happy when you lay a bet early to see the line move a little bit. Yeah. I'd still be comfortable taking him at 44.5. Uh, I think he had 89 last week on, like, nine receptions. Um, so, you know, McCaffrey's back, and if he's healthy, he's just – clearly a huge part of uh, Matt rule and Joe Brady's offense and going to be heavily involved in the passing game. That's just how they do it. So when he's in, you can book him getting a shit ton of targets. Um, And I, so because of that, I also have him over six and a half receptions. Seems like a really high number, even for a receiver. It's Christian McCaffrey. He is pretty much a receiver and one of the best receivers in football. So I'm doubling down on McCaffrey over 40, well, we'll call it 44 and a half yards receiving. I got it at 42 and over six and a half receptions. Important to note, uh, plus 120 for the over six and a half receptions. So I would rather I would rather get that extra juice and and, and take a gamble on him getting the seven receptions. That line's already moved. I've got six and a half receptions for McCaffrey down to plus 110. So people are hammering it. Uh, cause you just checked that before we got on here. So I'm looking at it right now and yeah, plus 110. Um, like you said, super impressed by what I saw from Jameis last week. Didn't have to do a ton, but, uh, I think, uh, just being a Bucks fan, you probably understand that asking Jameis not to do a lot is probably the best formula for him to be playing winning football. So, um, I actually like the saints in this one for him on a money line ticket, um, but yeah, I, it's a good spot for the Panthers too. being at home underdogs. I, I could see them stealing this game as well. Um, I just think the saints defense, even though they lost Lattimore, um, I just feel like they're, they're going to be a, a little bit of a step up in competition from what the Panthers saw last week with the jets. And that game is a little bit closer than I think a lot of Panthers fans would have hoped for it to be. So I, I like, I like the saints this week. Could easily see it going either way, though. You'll be happy to hear Lattimore might be playing now. Oh, wow. Well, you know what? When I saw that injury, I was just like, okay, you've got what's a, a sprained thumb? Or you like, I don't understand. It was like a, have, a bone chip that they a had to chip remove. In his, yeah, chip in his, like, I don't know. I feel like Kobe would play through that. So, um, I don't know. I, I, I just feel like football, especially defensive injuries, especially defensive injuries above the waist. I Like we were talking about with Scott last week. I just can't. I can't see you keeping a guy out for something as minor as a thumb or a bone chip in a thumb. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, anyway, that's good news for you and your bet. Um, 
I'm hoping. So I have, uh, yeah, I have the Panthers plus the points in my ticket. So we could, we could still both. We could both. We could middle that. Yeah. yeah, let's do it. Um, all right, Niners minus three at Philadelphia. Uh, the Niners looked absolutely incredible to start the game against the Lions, and then they kind of let up. Scary. Um, yeah. Whereas Philly absolutely trumped the Falcons, who just put on a pathetic display of professional football last week yeah. uh anyway the only only thing i'm betting here is jalen hurts over 50 and a half rushing yards um i was going to place the bet at 49 and a half and literally as i went to click uh to click the bet it bumped up to 50.5 <laughs> once you're that far down the rabbit hole you got to go all the way so i bet it anyway at 50.5 uh yeah. minus 120 as most of these props will be unless stated otherwise yeah, and this is another one, just like the Saints and Panthers, uh, 49ers, Eagles, an absolute must watch, but kind of just watching for some sort of in-game play for me. Um, I would love to take the Eagles. I loved what I saw from the Eagles last week. They were very dominant. Their defense was much better than I expected it to be, but there's also part of my brain that just says, hey, the Falcons might be really bad this year. Um, and that's why we saw what we saw from the Eagles last year, uh, last week. Sorry, um, but yeah, that's that's where I'm at with it. I don't know. I I would I would love to take the Eagles. I think the 49ers might be the worst team in the NFC West, um, which is not a position I had early in the in our in our division previews. But what I saw from the other three teams just was so much more impressive than what I saw from the 49ers. Maybe they got bored playing a Detroit team that's not very good. But I'm. Uh, I'm going to be watching this one pretty intently. That's for sure. I mean, someone's got to be the worst in that division, and it's a hell yeah. of a division. It's the best division. It's a compliment. Football. It's a compliment, honestly. Yeah. It's the best division of football. Like, yeah. um, anyway, but it's so early. Like, we'll see, man. Who knows? Like, it's way too early to worry about the teams. That's why it's so fun for us to talk about these these player yeah. props. Uh, Atlanta Falcons traveling to Raymond James Stadium to take on the defending Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who are favored by 12 and a half last I checked at home. Um, I'm not touching that line. I'm not touching the game um, unless somehow the Bucs were to go way down early, but that's not going to happen. Um, I am going to try to redeem myself. And, Bo, I don't know if you're with me on this because we both bet Kyle Pitts. It was right around the same number last week, receiving yards. I think it was like 48, 47 and a half. I think it was 47 and a half right on. Um, yeah. anyway, Atlanta's pathetic display, the targets weren't even really there as I'd hoped. Um, well, but I just yeah. refuse to, to accept the notion that a player as talented as Kyle Pitts can come out and lay two eggs in back-to-back games playing with a former MVP quarterback. I know Matt Ryan's over the hill and I know that team's lacking a lot, but he has to be a focal point of their offense. Um, and the Buccaneers are so stout against the run. Um, only potential, you know, aside, that, that you got to attack them in the air. Uh, yeah. I do think that the Falcons with their new offense are going to be a little more reliant on the run and potentially stubborn with that, even against a team like the Bucs. Uh, but no matter what, if they're going to be successful, they have to get Kyle Pitts involved. And, you know, if they match him up with Devin White, who's been highly criticized for of late for not being the most effective or efficient um, pass defensive pass defender, um, I mean, I'm this is a, a, a rambling, discombobulated way to say Kyle Pitts. I expect to receive 50 yards at least, yeah. And it's it's not a bad look. I just Matt Ryan has no time against an Eagles defense who we weren't high on coming into this, and maybe we misjudged that. Maybe they're a little bit better than we thought, 
But I know that the Bucks defense is really good. And Matt Ryan, if anything, he's going to have less time. Uh, if anything, he's going to have the same time, if not less. And I just, I don't know. He was very frantic. I think he was looking for Hayden Hurst quite a bit during that game. If I was going to say anything, I would probably go two and a half receptions for Hayden Hurst. For him to have three catches, I, I wouldn't be shocked to see that. Um, that's at plus 100 right now. So you're doubling your money on whatever you put on there. So um, I would I would look at Hayden Hurst in this game. But the one I'm with you on and the one that is our literal calling card is Devin White over nine and a half tackles. So there's nothing better than catching a Devin White ticket. So go and get that. I don't care. It's at minus 130 right now. Just go and hammer that line because he's going to get 10 tackles. We can feel it. Yeah, total tackles too, folks. This isn't yeah. uh, solo tackles. I'm on the Devin White too. So, are you on pit? You're not on pits with me this week. You're not gonna. You're I'm not. not gonna... I'm not gonna. I'm not coming back to the well. I'm sorry because I I sent you the text being like, we have to bet pits. We need to hammer this. And I've I remember just trying to watch that game and trying to watch the Falcons offense. And there must have been a ridiculous number of three and outs because I barely got to watch that game at all because they just never had the ball. Yeah, it sucks. That sucks, yeah. and that's scary. But I have to do it because he's not going to not do it two weeks in a row. All we're, <laughs> all we're talking about is 50 yards. Uh, the other one I love, and I hammered right away as soon as I saw it, Mike Evans over 53.5 receiving yards, uh, minus 120. This line has already moved up to 56.5 because uh, obviously yeah. people who know Mike Evans were smart enough to lay that. Uh, way too low for Mike Evans. It's, this is a reactive line coming off last week where he was not really involved. Tom Brady, especially in a game against the Falcons, he's going to have some fun and he's going to have the opportunity to pick and choose who he wants to feed. And he feels like he owes um, owes Mike Evans a few, maybe. I, I believe that. And I believe he's going to they're going to make a major point of getting Mike Evans touches. Um, and I think he's going to carve him up. And I think he's going to potentially surpass this in the first half of this football game. Love what I got. Uh, 53 and a half receiving yards. Mike Evans. Yeah, I like it. Uh, Minnesota Vikings at Arizona Cardinals. The Cardinals are minus three and a half point favorites at home. Uh, a bet that uh, you and I, Bo, last year were certainly uh, quick to pull the trigger on, and it worked out for us then. Um, I'm going back to it this week. I like it this week. Kyler over 36 and a half rushing yards. The only fear is that they're just, if they're like last week, if they're just so successful passing the ball, then maybe he doesn't need to rush. Yeah. That's I the mean, only thing I'm worried about, too. Um, yeah. I, I love the Cardinals this week, too. And I think the Vikings might be another one where we're just like, this team's even worse than we thought they were going to be. Um, I know you guys had Mike Zimmer, your first coach fired. That was a prop that you guys were giving out preseason. It looks like one of the best bets in football right now because that team's a mess. I think they're going to have some last-minute COVID uh, scratches throughout this year as well, too. So, um I love the Cardinals. I think it's a great spot for them coming home after a big win uh, against Tennessee. Um, yeah, I, I would jump on the Cardinals. I, I have jumped on the Cardinals minor line just because, again, scared of the points. But yeah, I, I would, I would, uh, I, I'd jump on the Cardinals money line. You could talk me into three and a half points, laying three and a half points with the Cardinals as well, too. There you have it. And let me be very clear on the record in, uh, in case Scott Capron's watching this in the hospital. That was my pick, Mike Zimmer. He said Mike McCarthy. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, I, Mike yeah, McCarthy. I, I was on Zimmer. I was on Zimmer. 
So they don't fire anyone in Dallas. That's that's basically Jerry's motto. He's just like you. Just I just pay you whatever you're owed. Yeah, he's gonna um, give him a decade before he pulls it pulls the trigger on McCarthy before he hires another clone of him. Exactly. The one one thing I would like to highlight. I think we get into Rondell Moore. I was listening to Peter Schrager talk about uh, the Cardinals, and he's he's boys with your with uh, Cliff Kingsbury. And Kingsbury basically said, "I there's a big section of the playbook that I didn't even get to against the Titans because we were having so much success. Didn't want to give stuff up." Uh, Rondell Moore is apparently featured in that section of the playbook. So three and a half at plus one forty, uh, three and a half receptions uh, over under three and a half receptions for plus one forty. That's a juicy line that I'm definitely going to be taking a look at pre before the before uh, before uh, kickoff, and then also his yards only at forty point five uh, minus one twenty uh, on that one. So look out for Rondo Moore. I think he's going to be a big big feature in this offense going forward. Yeah, I'm going to have to tune in. I want to see how this offense is looking this year. Obviously, yeah. they looked great last week. I I wasn't able to catch that game, but I will be in the future. Um, these next few games, I have no action on, but you stop me because I'm just going to kind of rip through them before we talk about maybe a, a couple parlays and summarize our picks before we finish up, okay? Yeah, go for it. Okay, Cowboys at the Chargers. Chargers minus three and a half. Are you on this? I'm not on it. That's a big stay away. That is a trap, trap, trap game. That game could be 45-43 at the end of the game. So I, I, I'm there's two offices that are very high-powered. I can see them being... A big shootout, but I'm going to be watching. I'm not yeah. going to be betting that game. That that that's that's the epitome of a game that you're not betting, but you're watching because it's going to be fireworks. Uh, what, if I ever was willing to bet an over under, that seems like a game I'd want the over, no matter what the line was mm-hmm. on that. Um, Titans at Seahawks. Seahawks are minus six and a half. Um, damn, the Titans didn't look good, and the Seahawks looked amazing, and here they are heading home i mean if i had a lean i'd probably lean seattle but i'm not playing this one i'm staying away good call i think that's another very big trap game Vrabel ripping into julio in the press conference i don't know if we covered that on monday but um the titans are going to be fired up for that game um the seahawks going home having their fans for the first time in a year i've been to that stadium that stadium is absolutely ridiculous on uh on a primetime game so i this is as close to a primetime game as you could think that they're going to have just having it be their first one of the year. Um, I'm definitely, I'm, I'm staying away from that game, but we'll have an eye on it because I love watching Russ in September. Yeah. You know, and I could see Derek Henry having himself a, a little bounce back performance as well. He's too good to have two duds back to back. That's interesting. His, his over under yards are so high. Um, yeah. It's not like Seattle's defense looked good against the Colts last week, but I I could see the Titans. I could see Derrick Henry eating up whatever he wants. For sure. Um, Okay. And uh, Kansas City Chiefs minus three and a half at the Baltimore Ravens. I mean, it's over three points, but if I had to bet this, I would be taking the Chiefs all day personally, Uh, but Mm -hmm. I'm not betting it. But that is definitely a game I will be watching even if I'm not laying any action. I think if the Chiefs were to go down, that's a prime Scott spots game, meaning you got your eyes on it. If they go down, and you, can, you can get them plus money on the money line, hammer the Chiefs. Um, but that's about where I stand on that game. Poor Baltimore, man. They're completely ravaged by injury. I think they could be in for a, a tough season. Yeah. Hollywood Brown also out him or most likely out for this game as well. He was too. back today. He was back at practice. Is he back? Is he yeah. back at practice? Yeah. So still it's, 
you know they're going to be milking that up until up until kickoff. So again, another one you stay away. But if this is the cap round special, you pray that the Chiefs somehow come go down on the first drive of the game, um, and then you just hammer hammer the money line as soon as you. Even if you don't see a plus number on that, just if it gets down to like one fifty or something like that, minus one fifty, just hammer them. They're going to win. Yeah, absolutely. And that cap said that last week, or maybe that was off air, offline. But um, yeah, yeah. if the Chiefs go down and you can get them plus money, always bet them. Yeah. Uh, De- Detroit Lions at Green Bay Packers. Packers are minus 11 and a half at Lambeau uh, versus the pompous Detroit Lions. Um, not touching this one. No. Not watching this one. Mm-hmm. Personally, it's like- the Monday nighter. You know, I'm, I'm oh, going to okay. get the text Sorry. from you. So, yeah. Sorry, I, didn't, I didn't even think that. I'll be watching every snap. <laughs> yeah, we're well. We're gonna be. We're gonna. We're gonna talk to you guys before this game, so we'll give you our leans on this one beforehand. Uh, but yeah, Monday Nighter. We are always watching the Monday Nighter. It doesn't matter who's playing. Um, apparently, we're gonna watch every Thursday Nighter as well too. Even though it's next week's gonna be awful. I think it's Houston versus. I can't remember who they're playing. I think it's the Panthers. Um, it's gonna be a rough, rough for the off night primetime games but yeah the monday nighter green bay playing the lions this is what is it it's 11 and a half minus no what what is it thanksgiving (laughs) yeah exactly yeah it feels like it the early noon the noon thanksgiving game because that's what this is it's the one that you don't want to watch it's the one that you're like yeah you know what i'm in the office for it's not that bad yeah yeah, i'm not not taking time off for this I'll, i'll wait till my work day ends on its own yeah, I don't know anyone that's going to lay 11 and a half with the Packers on this one because if the Lions can backdoor cover or come close to a backdoor cover on the Niners, um, I know Aaron Rodgers is upset and or not upset, but wants to send a message, I guess, this week to say that this the first week was a fluke. I don't know. I, I there's possible that the Packers aren't that good this year because they had a nightmare offseason and now. They're going to go and play the Lions at home, but they also have to look forward to, I think they've got the Steelers coming up, and I think they have the Niners as well coming up uh, pretty quickly after the next their next few games. So, um, yeah, I would not be shocked if somehow the Lions get a backdoor cover on this. Yeah, that's funny. If I had to bet it, I would bet as, as ridiculous of a line. I'm not touching it, but if, as ridiculous no. of a line as it is, I would take the Packers. I think I think Rodgers is embarrassed, and I think they're going to come out firing this week probably. And I could see I it being, so. a two, being a two-touchdown differential. Um, anyway, that is all of the lines, all of the football games discussed, uh, including um, not only the line itself, but the player props that, that Bo and I see, which is we like to consider our specialty, and we'll keep track of our receipts and see how we do. We had a good year last year, so we're hoping to keep that rolling collectively. Um, Bo, any parlays that you want to talk about? Like, do you, you've mentioned that you had a couple in a ticket. Any tickets you feel like you want to mention? Yeah, I think I've got a must-have one. So I've got a three-team parlay. Uh, I got a, I got a, a nice. I went a little deep on this one, uh, which I don't normally do unless I feel like I've got a lock. But I've got the Broncos, the Browns, and the Patriots all money line. Um, came out to minus 122. I think you can probably get it around, or plus 122, sorry. I think you might be able to get it at plus 124 now. Um, you're basically betting on the Jags, the Texans, and the Jets to lose. Um, 
which is something I think is going to happen a lot of weeks this season. So, um, yeah, the only one that kind of worries me on that one is maybe the Jags with all of the injuries that the Broncos are dealing with. But even when I say that out loud, I'm just like, am I worried? I'm not actually worried about the Jags. Um, the Texans, I think they'll be feisty, but the Browns look like the class of the AFC um, or belong in the class of the AFC with a healthy, healthy uh, Chiefs team. And then the Pats, I think Bill Belichick is basically saying to this team, we're not going to go in two and we're going to play the Jets and we're going to play them tough because they're in our division and we're going to beat them handily. Um, so late on the late on the three team parlay, there won't be a ton of these. You'll see it for me this this uh, season, but Broncos, Browns, Patriots plus one twenty two. Um, you can pay your kids tuition with that. There it is. Well done. I like that one, Bo. And yeah, I'm not much like I, I'm always taking a player props and in-game bets generally too, but we're early enough in the football season where I just want to have a little fun. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I, I'm on a little underdog two-team parlay, uh, Cincinnati Bengals and Carolina Panthers, both money line. Um, pretty juicy, pretty juicy. I think it's like five to one on your money. So I put a little sprinkle on that and I have a golden ticket. Let's go. Um, yeah. Sponsored by... Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. So, I got um, I got the Raiders money line, which has already hit as an underdog. So that was plus one seventy on its own. Um, and then I got Washington Football Team money line. It's a nine teamer. So Raiders check, Washington check. I need the Bill Bills money line at Miami, the Bengals money line at the Bears, the Broncos money line at the Jags, uh, the Browns money line at home versus the Texans, the Panthers plus three at home versus the Saints. The Chiefs money line at the Ravens and the Packers money line at home versus the Lions. So lots to take in. I don't expect you to take it in, but we'll see. We'll check in on Monday and see if my golden ticket hits. I have a, an unorthodox, unexpected, uh, unjustified amount of confidence in this ticket for some weird reason. So I got the vibes. Fourteen dollars pays fourteen hundred. Let's go plus one thousand. I love it. Um yeah, let's let's see what happens, man. I think I think we're in for another fun Sunday, if nothing else. We're gonna we're gonna have a lot to talk about on Monday. For sure. I've laid a lot of one unit bets. Um, and I'm just gonna summarize them really quickly with my player prop section. Uh, because I'm feeling pretty good and I'm hoping we have some hits. So let me Go just fire it. through mine, Bo. Do you have many player props this week? I don't have a ton of player props just yet, but I will I'll 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 give I've got one more parlay I can give out and I've got one uh I've got. I already talked about the Javante Williams one, but we can go ahead. Let's let's just summarize them quickly and get out of here. Yeah, no doubt. So I'm on Javante Williams over 45 and a half uh, rushing yards. I'm on Jonathan Taylor over 15 and a half receiving yards. I am on Christian McCaffrey over 42 and a half receiving yards, as well as over 6.5 receptions. That receptions to is plus uh, 120. Make note of that. I'm on Jalen Hurts over 50 and a half rushing yards. I'm on Kyle Pitts over 47 and a half receiving yards. I'm on Mike Evans over 43 and a half receiving yards. On Devin White over nine and a half total tackles. And I'm on Kyler Murray over 36 and a half rushing yards. Full unit banger on each of those. It's going to be a great Sunday or it's going to be a sad Sunday. But either way, it'll be a Sunday and Monday will still come and I will hate my life regardless Monday morning. <laughs> Well said. Let's go. I've got Rondell Moore. I just, I literally just clicked it. Rondell Mel, Rondell Moore. Live bets, over, baby. Over three and a half receptions at plus 140. Um, full banger on that one as well for me. 
Javante Williams over 10.5 rushing attempts. We're going to see the Broncos roll. I love that one. Um, I gave you a three-team parlay. I already had Broncos, Cleveland Browns, and the uh, New England Patriots all to win money line. And then I've got the Rams, the Saints, the Cardinals, and the Chargers all winning, all money line. Plus, I don't know what the I don't know what the number is off the top of my head, but it's it's a plus number. I think it's a plus two forty four or something like that. It might even be higher than that. But yeah, we got we got uh, a nice parlay there for fourteen parlay just to have a little bit of fun. The Rams, Saints, Cardinals, and Chargers. Love it. Let's see how we do. Um, thank you for tuning in to this this pop up episode, our first of the season. Bucks with a capital dollar sign for the S. Bucks banter weekly best bets uh we'll check in next week and see how we did hope you have a great nfl sunday this weekend and enjoy some time with your family and friends until we see you next time go bucks let's go